0: Hi Firm Owners. it's Nermeen. So today we're gonna to be talking about communication. But first, I want to talk to you a little bit about this movie from a way back when. So it was in the 2000s. I might be dating myself when I say this name. It was Black Hawk Down. It was a war movie, but I'm not here to talk about politics. I really wanna to talk to you about something that I got from this movie which you don't think that you would get from a war movie but hey that's just me anyway so i'm watching this war movie and i'm noticing that there's the american soldiers and then let's call them you know whoever was supposed to be the bad guys in the movie Anytime the american soldiers went into the house of the civilian they would scream out friendlies Okay. And then anytime they were on the radio, they would also scream out friendlies. And then anytime they were going to approach another group that they knew were there, that maybe, you know, they were part of different teams or whatever, they would announce themselves as friendlies. Right. And I know that you're thinking to yourself right now, and I mean, why am I listening to this? This It's supposed to be about law firms. Hang on a second. So if you think about it, what i realized was the number of potential accidental mistaken deaths that didn't occur because all of the american soldiers were trained to communicate and to announce that they were friendlies because when you're in a war zone and people are shooting at you you're assuming they're the bad guy but if you start screaming friendlies no one's gonna shoot at you, right? Then you know that you're safe and everything is good. Okay, so why are we talking about this, Nermeen? We're talking about this because communication is one of the biggest gaps when it comes to law firm owners, that's you, and how you communicate to your clients, to your staff, to basically the judge, Anybody else that you might encounter in your practice, right? We as lawyers, we were taught the rule of law, right? We were taught precedent. We were taught definitions. If you remember Black's Law Dictionary, I sure do. These were all of the things that we were taught. We were never taught communication. We were never taught how to communicate with your clients, right? That is not a course in law school. And if it is, oh my God, please tell me what law school that is because I would love to learn what they're teaching in that. But in any case, before I derail, I think that communication is one of the biggest things that if you as a law firm owner truly worked on, like your entire life would be different. And I'm gonna give you examples, okay? Okay. Here's the common complaint that I get every single time from law firm owners, and it doesn't matter how long they've had their practice. They could have had their practice for 10 years, and they will still come to me with this complaint because at least a few times a year, one of their clients does not pay an invoice. And do you know what they tell me? They tell me, well, mean. This client didn't pay the invoice. And I asked them, why didn't they pay it? They say, Oh, because the amount was higher than they thought it was gonna be, and I told them that I couldn't promise the dollar amount because I'm a litigation attorney and we don't know how much it's gonna cost, or you know, I don't know how many hours it's gonna take until I start reviewing it, etc. 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 Right? Whatever that that reason is that you give to your clients, the reality is that they don't really care what the excuse is, right? Like They really don't care why you were not able to provide them with, you know, whatever amount it was that you agreed to initially, right? They just want to know that you said a thousand dollars, so they want to pay a thousand dollars. They don't want to pay a single penny over a thousand dollars because they don't even think that they need a lawyer in the first place, right? Like these are all the things that we as law firm owners have heard of at some point or another and it makes our life all that much more difficult, (laughs) and it makes practicing law that much more difficult, right? So let's really break this down inside of communication. Okay, so the client said that the amount was too high. Okay, so at first that might seem like, okay, maybe your prices are too high, right? That's like the first layer of uncovering this. Beneath that, you could be telling yourself, well, maybe they weren't an ideal client to begin with, right? And then maybe beneath that, that's just sort of where you stop, right? You don't really ask yourself anything else. You're just like, okay, you know, they couldn't afford me. My price might be too high or next time I should ask better questions so I make sure that I can avoid clients like this. Okay, except that that is the entirely wrong way of doing this, right? There is actually a right way of doing it and that's all about being a better communicator. So number one, I notice a lot of attorneys never give exact numbers. They don't even give ranges, right? They just say it's gonna cost what it's gonna cost and I don't know how long it's gonna take me to review the documents and blah, 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 blah. And it's so unfair to that client because they have no idea how much they're in for. And they also know that if they don't pay you, you're gonna come and sue them. So it doesn't help them at all that they're in this predicament, that they're in this situation, right? So what if we reversed it on its head? What if instead of saying, you know, this is how many hours it's gonna be and this is what I charge an hour and you give a sort of range, What if you actually had better communication with your clients like the soldiers who screamed friendlies? What if you started telling your clients on a typical case like this, this is usually how much it costs. Let's say that number is $5,000. Let's say it's $10,000. Whatever that number is, you give a number. If they then say, okay, I am comfortable with that number. You then (laughs) need to confirm. Firm what they have said. So you then want to say, okay, so you are comfortable with spending five thousand dollars. Now, if this ends up being six thousand, how uncomfortable are you really going to be? Are you going to be super uncomfortable on a scale of one to ten? I know you're telling me right now. You no, know I mean, of course they're going to be super uncomfortable. They're going to feel a ten. That's not true. Because some people understand most clients understand that these things can be variable and can be unpredictable the biggest thing is that they want to be kept in the loop so what you're trying to do is you're trying to feel around for their upper and lower threshold and here's why if the client says you know what the max i'm comfortable spending on this entire case amount is 5,000 dollars then that is your absolute max you cannot bill anything beyond that you cannot bill the client saying oh it's fifty-five hundred, but i only what took an extra hour because i was digging deeper and i found all this information you are not serving your clients when you do that even though you think you are in in your mind you're doing the right thing but in your client's mind you have just violated their trust they trusted you as their attorney to advise them and now you're telling them that it's actually $5,000. Like they feel really uncomfortable with that, right? Okay, so once you establish the upper max that your client is willing to spend, let's say it's 5,000, it is your responsibility, your staff's responsibility, that when you hit 3,000, so before you've hit their max, When you've hit 3,000, you then communicate with them and you let them know, hey, I'm at 3,000. Here's the work that's been completed up until now. With the remaining 2,000, I believe I can get done one, two, three, but I won't be able to get to four, five, and six. Are you comfortable with that? How does that feel to you? Number one, you're keeping your client in the loop. And one of the biggest things that um, clients complain about, the number one bar complaint is always, can't get in touch with my attorney. Imagine if you flipped communication on its head, whatever normal law firms do, which is here's the bill, pay it because I've got your card on file and I'm gonna charge it anyway. What if you actually kept your client in the loop before you hit that max? What if you told them, here's what's been done. Here's what else needs to be done. Do I have your authorization to spend a few more hours? I will let you know when I hit $6,000 where I am. And if I hit 6,000 and it's still not complete, then I will pick up the phone and call you so that we can talk about exactly what needs to be done. Let me ask you this. Let's say you were going through a lawsuit or you yourself were going through a divorce and you were not representing yourself because you don't know that area of law, or you just don't feel comfortable. If that was the case, wouldn't you want an attorney to communicate with you the same exact way? Hey, the retainer is 3,500 every month. Here's what we completed this month before they bill your account. We're at, you know, $700 left. I would like to do this, you know, but it will cost 700 plus maybe another 700. Are you comfortable with me doing that? Can you imagine if you got that email from your attorney, how great you would feel? You would just be like, wow, this is amazing. Look how nice this attorney was. Like he's actually asking me how he feels about spending my money because that's what you're doing, right? You are spending your client's money. And so it is your responsibility to make sure that you are keeping them in the loop. And this is where I see most attorneys not doing their part, right? notice it has nothing to do with how expensive you are it has nothing to do with the client saying five hundred dollars an hour i can't afford that it has nothing to do with the client saying wow this is really expensive this was more than i thought it would be please show me your timesheet. none of that is even being communicated here because we're preventing the problem before it even happens and we're preventing it by you being in extremely clear communication with your clients about what you're gonna charge them and how you're going to charge them that amount and letting them know when you're getting close to hitting like 50%, 75%, 100%, right? Like you, if you're gonna go through and make systems in your practice, that is one of the biggest systems I can recommend that you create for your clients, which is you have stop gaps in place. You have regular communication with them about where the money has been spent, how much you still need, how much time it's gonna take you, keep them in the loop, okay? Um, going back to the example that I always use, imagine you had cancer and a doctor was telling you, okay, you've got cancer, you've got six months to live, but we're gonna to try to give you six years and we're gonna get you into chemo and then they're not telling you how long you're going to be in chemo. They're not telling you how successful the chemo is. They're just ringing up your insurance company and charging whatever they want to charge. How helpless do you feel in that situation? You're already helpless because you've got cancer and you're already stressed out. and You're already feeling really crummy. And then all of a sudden, you don't even know how your own treatment is going. That is exactly how a client feels. So next time a client complains to you, I really want you to stop and think about yourself. What if this was me? What if I was a cancer patient and my doctor wasn't telling me what was going on with my treatment? What if I didn't know? I want you to have so much communication with your clients that your staff is like, wow, this is overkill. No other office does this. Yes, exactly. And that's one of the biggest problems with the legal industry. We don't do this. We don't talk to our clients about what's going on and what it looks like and where they are in the process of this. And I don't mean getting in the weeds of it. I don't need you to explain to them what a motion for summary judgment is and what an appeal is. They don't need to know that. You just need to break it down to them in simple terms. Listen, we need to file this and we're hoping that this happens But if this doesn't happen, then this will be our next best option, and I think that we may be likely to succeed, and that is maybe like a 60 to 70% chance that we can succeed, right? I know you don't like giving percentages, but just like when we used to write our legal memorandum, do you remember how we used to write, this is likely, this is more than likely to be considered this, etc., etc.? That is exactly what I want you to do when you're communicating with your clients. You need to make it really simple for them. You need to help them understand. And it goes back to that concept of friendlies from, the, uh, from Black Hawk Down, okay? So think about how you communicate with your clients. Think about what you can do to communicate better with your clients and I want you to know that it never has to do with how much you charge. It's all about how you communicate what you charge, how frequently you communicate with your clients. Now, I'm going to wrap this up with an example. So I had a client who was a family law attorney, and They were really when they first started working with me it was tight for them they were literally like client to client paycheck to paycheck they'd had their practice for five years but it just wasn't a great time and you know they lost some key people and it just wasn't a great place for the practice so when i stepped in they had several clients that kept complaining about how the invoice was too high and what this client would do before working with me was they would go in and find replacement clients. So if that client complained, that created a cash flow problem and they didn't get paid on that invoice, which means they were going to maybe not make rent or maybe not be able to make payroll fully or whatever. So as a law firm owner, this owner is thinking, oh my God, I need to go and find a client right now. So they would find another client, sell them for something even lower. Let's say it was or $2,000. So now they've got one client that hasn't paid and they can't make whatever bills that they need to make because of that, so a cash flow problem. Then they've brought on another client to solve this client's problem, this first problem. And now there's another problem with this second client who's been brought on because now that client is refusing to pay in full and only wants to pay in like quarterly increments. So it's like you're solving one problem, but it's incomplete. You're not even solving it. You're just creating additional problems for yourself, additional problems for yourself. And when I work with firm owners, the goal is to solve the root of the problem. And the root of the problem in this situation is communication. It's a failure to effectively communicate with your clients and with your team, with your staff, with other attorneys, this extends everywhere. But in this specific example, I'm talking about communication when it comes to a client who says, I'm not gonna pay this. So all of this wonderful stuff being said, I really want you to think about what you are saying to your clients. How are you talking to them about your prices? Do you feel uncomfortable talking about your prices? Do you feel uncomfortable having this conversation with them about what it's going to cost? And it doesn't mean that you have to be ruthless about it. You don't need to say $50,000 or get out the door, right? It doesn't have to be that super aggressive conversation that we see on TV. You can have a very calm and understanding conversation with your client around what their needs are, what your needs are, and how you can actually solve them, right? Yeah, maybe after all of this, you'll see that maybe they weren't the ideal client, but 90% of the time, if you just communicate with them out the gate, what you're actually gonna have is clients that are happier with working with you. They are going to have so much respect for you and the way that you handled billing, how often you communicated with them, how you made them feel like you weren't just spending their money without keeping them in the loop, that you told them about what you were doing and you said to them very clearly, here are the odds of us succeeding. What would you like to do? You got their permission to do these things. That client is going to fall in love with you. They are going to be your number one fan. And even if you don't win, they're still going to respect you for asking them, for keeping them in the loop, right? And I want you to have a practice where you're not constantly putting out fires because when a client, client complains about prices, that's a fire that you have to put out as a law firm owner. You can only put out so many fires every single week before you're like, this is exhausting and I can't keep doing this. So that's it for today. Thank you for listening in. And I will be back next week with another episode where we talk about something else related to growing your law practice and having a wildly successful law firm. Thank you so much for listening in. Bye.